Hello, and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and as always, I appreciate you. Today is Sunday, April 4th. Happy Easter to all of you. I hope you are having a wonderful time uh, with your family and your loved ones. Um, I certainly feel that there is a bit of a change in the air. Things are a little bit brighter, a little more hopeful. I start to see things getting back to, mm, I I hate to say back to normal because we've had a new normal, but getting back to something that's closer to the way it was pre-COVID, it is a very refreshing Um, outlook. I hope you are experiencing that as well. And as you know, Disneyland is set to open at the end of April. Uh, Both theme parks and some of the resorts will be open. Unfortunately, the theme parks are only open to California residents at this time, which is difficult when you're not one of those. But I look at this as step one, right? This is how we get this first phase going and work out those kinks and really get a good look at how crowded is it going to be. I mean, I realize the capacity will be set. Before I heard 15%, now I'm hearing 25%. Who knows what's going to happen on day one, but at least we know it's a limited capacity. But what I'm really anxious to see is how... Like, is every day going to be full? And what is the reservation process? And when will it be open to the public? And how do we, you know, when will we be allowed to book in advance? And how far in advance? And all those things that I cannot wait to sink my teeth into. Like, you know, when you're going to start a new endeavor and there's like all these things that you're going to have to learn and sometimes it feels like overwhelming. I would relate it to like a new job where there's like all these new skills and things that, you know, you don't even know what you don't know yet. And I feel a little bit like that around this new process for Disneyland. But I couldn't be more excited to get in there and understand it. Like, I want to be on the site. I want to watch videos. I want to be in the know and understand what I need to do and what people are doing right now and in each phase. And of course, I will share that information with you. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode, which is the kind of like the wrap up to my Disney World um, planning sessions as I was kind of walking through in phases over different episodes, how I came to do some research and discover how I wanted to experience Disney World for the first time from the theme parks and the resorts and the dining plan and dining options and special events and dining packages and transportation and all the things that I had studied up on and just started to build an itinerary. The original intent was to go to Disney World in October of 2019, but at that time things were starting to get a little crazy with COVID and my daughter had taken a flight home from Disneyland and she really hated it. That's just plain and simple. It scared her. She didn't feel good. She didn't like flying and it caused her some anxiety about flying out to Florida, which would be like five or six hours. So we ended up putting a pause on that. Then COVID hit 
Um, so I should, let me take that back. It was 2019 that we put a pause on it, but our intention was to go in 2020. I'm sorry, I misspoke. So our intention was to have been there last October. Obviously that wouldn't have happened, but at the time in 2019, we didn't really know that. So anyways, now there's a lot of things going on, right? There, um, obviously COVID happened and I don't have any desire to go to Disney World in 2021 for a couple reasons. Number one, my first and uh, biggest priority is to go to Disneyland. Secondly, there's um, this year is Disney World's 50th anniversary, and that is awesome, and they have a lot of great things planned, and I kind of don't want to be in the middle of that for my very first experience because I do think the crowds will be elevated, and I just thought this would be a perfect time to pause through 2021. And I think that based on the shows that I listen to and what I watch and stuff, there's anticipation that folks who, um, you know, would want to be there were kind of pushing off their travel plans to be able to be here during the um, the celebration. And I believe that it is like in the fall time or maybe late summer is like the official day. So... I just expected it to be a little more crowded. So pause on Disney World, focus on Disneyland. But that said, I wanted to just wrap up my series on planning and just tell you how my itinerary shaped up. And this is exactly what I would plan to do when I go there, maybe next year, unless something you know changes or... It, something's altered or I hear something different but this is really my intention so let me just walk through uh how I planned to experience the parks okay so the goal was to travel Saturday to Sunday so spending you know eight days there if you will eight nights whatever to get the most out of Disney World I also contemplated traveling until the following Monday. But at this moment, we are going Saturday to Sunday. So what we would do is have a travel day on that first Saturday. So we would arrive and, you know, try to get on a, like a 9 a.m. flight or something, figuring that with the time change, by the time we flew out there, you know, got our luggage, got to the resort, checked in, it should be around check-in time, got settled, we'd just take it easy and stay at our resort that night, have dinner, room service, check out the pool, whatever, but just stay kind of there, get to bed early so that we could hit rope drop the next day, which would be Sunday, at the Animal Kingdom. So I wanted the first park to be a special park not the magic kingdom because that's a totally different experience but i wanted to kick things off with the animal kingdom and a full day so we would go at rope drop we would go for you know till about lunchtime, and then we would take our typical midday break go back to the resort rest go to the pool do whatever and then go back in the evening and experience um the park at night and you know maybe go till close maybe not but at least take it into the evening and well past any fireworks because as you know I do not like to leave right after the fireworks I like to take advantage of the um the thinning of the crowd once the fireworks happen and then be able to um, have just a lighter 
a crowd experience because a lot of people leave then. So then we would go back Sunday night to our hotel and then the next day on Monday would be a non-theme park day. It's what I'm calling a resort day. It could be our resort where we just hang out at our resort. It could be going to another property, um, uh, things that I know I want to check out. I want to check out all of the um, all-star resorts. I want to kind of get a feel for the theming, the distance, the the food courts, because I hear they're great. I just kind of wanted to experience that just because I know that's a really budget-friendly option and there's a lot of great theming and I just thought it'd be nice to see it that way. I also want to go to the monorail and, you know, experience the monorail loop. Um, but I do have some things um, at one of those resorts later, so maybe I would do it then. But that's that's about as prescribed as I wanted to be on that day. I just kind of wanted us to wake up, not be rushed, and then figure out what we wanted to do that day. Then get to bed at a decent time um, so that we could wake up the next day, slowly get ready, and go to a character breakfast at Ohana, which is in the Polynesian, hence what I was saying that I you know, that maybe that's where we experienced the monorail loop, but I wanted to have the character breakfast, go back to the room, get ourselves together, and then head over to the Halloween party at the Magic Kingdom. So the method to my madness there is that I wanted to be able to get into the Magic Kingdom, specifically the Halloween party, but I wanted to be able to do something as a pregame, a warm-up to a full day, which to me, that's what the Halloween party would be. It would be fun and exciting, and it would have a lot of great things to offer, but it would also give us a preview of the lay of the land. And that, to me, was like a nice little sneak peek, and then also have something super fun and exciting. Then after the Halloween party, the next day is Wednesday. We figured we'd be staying late, right, at the Magic Kingdom. So the next day we could sleep in, then head over to um, Fort Wilderness and the hoop de doo review and experience everything over in that area because I want to see the campgrounds. I want to see the resort. I want to see... All of that. I want to go to the Hoop Dee Doo review. I just want to take in that resort fully. I know you can, you know, um, uh, what's the word I want? Rent bikes or golf carts. And I just kind of wanted to take that in. I thought that would be a lovely day. Topped off by a lovely meal. Walk off our meal some more afterwards since it would be like we'd do the first showing if we could. And then we would get back to our room at a decent time get some rest, and then on Thursday, rope drop at Epcot. So then Epcot would be a you know a repeat of how we did the Animal Kingdom, where we would go at rope drop, go till midday, go back to our room, take a break, have some lunch, rest, whatever it is we're going to do, and then go back in the evening. And at Epcot is where I wanted to incorporate the frozen dessert party. So that would really take us late into the evening to be able to watch the fireworks as part of that package, have the dessert party, ride the frozen ride, do a little bit more at Epcot, because once again, a lot of people would have left and just take that in. Um, and have a full day at Epcot. Then go back Thursday night to our resort and then sleep in a little bit the next day, have some lunch at our um, resort there, and then head over to Hollywood Studios for 
um, for like late afternoon or early afternoon, what do you want to say, like two, three, something like that, and then go until late into the evening. And the reason I wanted to do that is I only can spend about this much time just given the fact that, you know, just school, work, that kind of thing. Um, You know, I want to be budget friendly. I don't want to break the bank. I want to be mindful. Um, It's my first time. I know I can't do everything. So I had to make some accommodations. And Hollywood Studios, while amazing, because it has Toy Story and it has Star Wars and all those things are really exciting, in comparison to its sister properties, it didn't have or it doesn't have as much that we would enjoy doing as a family, the things that would be agreeable to my daughter or to my husband or to myself as some of the other theme parks had to offer. So this was a good place to make that compromise and just spend from, you know, after lunch until the evening. I may regret that, but that's the approach I wanted to take. And then, of course, this is all a learning experience, right? We go, we do all the things I've said so far. We learn, oh, that really worked out well, or gee, I wish I would have spent more time here, not as much time there, that kind of thing. So then after our evening at Hollywood Studios, then we get back. I'm excited. Everyone's excited. We go to sleep. And then it's the Peace Day Resistance. I wanted the last day to be dedicated to the Magic Kingdom. So there was a lot of back and forth in my head here. Does I, do I start off with the Magic Kingdom? Do I end with the Magic Kingdom? But to me, I am kind of one of those save the best for last people. I know without a doubt that the Magic Kingdom is going to have the most resemblance to Disneyland it is going to it's going to pull the most on the heartstrings for the family and i wanted that to be our very lasting memory and i wanted to round our trip off with that so i wanted to spend all day saturday at the magic kingdom soak it all in and then travel on sunday back to arizona so that was how our itinerary shook out I think there's flexibility built in here. I mean, we obviously have some reserved things um, carved out, like the character breakfast at Ohana, the Hoop-dee-doo review, the frozen dessert party, the Halloween party. So those are things that are kind of like nice anchors throughout the trip so you can plan around them. But then we have those days where we weren't doing anything like theme park wise and there's some flexibility there if we were just like oh my gosh I got to get back into Epcot or I got to get back into the Animal Kingdom or gee I wish I could have done that or I'm exhausted let's skip Hollywood Studios at this time then maybe that's what we do but that's what the itinerary is at this moment with some flexibility depending on how we feel when we get there and trying to build in those resting times those non-theme park days like sleeping in some days going until the evening or going in at rope drop and then um you know giving yourself some time the following day to rest and recuperate so i hope that was helpful and i'd love to hear your feedback maybe this is something that you um you have some thoughts on maybe i need to incorporate more of this less of that or maybe you think this is a good first time because remember this is my first time and i 
I realized that I can't do everything, but I wanted to scratch the surface a little bit and get a feel for some of the major things. So I will put a forum question out on the website, DisneylandDevoted.com. Feel free to give me your thoughts and feedback about my final itinerary. So I know this is short and sweet, but I hope this uh, was entertaining, if nothing else. Maybe you heard Henry barking in the background because my dog loves to be part of the podcast. So with that, I am going to remind you again to go out to the website, interact any way you can, shoot me an email. All of those things are out there on the website as well as in the description of my episodes. I hope you and your family had a very happy, healthy, safe Easter. I hope you have a great week. And until next time, bye.